Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, with my co-host... Jason Shear, who's licking his wounds from UCLA fans. Yeah, Jason's a little sad because UCLA fans just don't like reality, apparently. Violently attacking me today. Yeah. I'm a nice boy. So we're distracting him by finally getting to our football Q&A, Arizona football Q&A. We're just going to jump right in so Jason can stop being sad. I'm going to jump in. We're going to discuss some other stuff that wasn't asked. Football. Judd Fish, the king of the offseason. Boom. First question comes from a Hollywood cat. It seems like we had a lot of young guys playing on the offensive line last year. Can the current group, along with a few newcomers, continue to get bigger and then gel into a decent unit? Or do we lack power five talent here? And before Jason answers, that wasn't like a whole bunch of questions. So I have a feeling we're going to have a long answer. I memorized it. All right. So let's break it down. Yes, there were a lot of young guys playing on the offensive line last year. Can the current group, along with a few newcomers, continue to get bigger? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, Tyler Owens is good at what he does, and, and that unit is going to get uh, bigger. And you would assume there's going to be progress in the offseason with um, strength and conditioning and, uh, and all that. And that's kind of a, a gimme. Now, with that being said... Um, there's some work to be done. Josh McCauley, who felt like he was at Arizona forever, uh, is gone. Gone. Matthew Stefanski, who played very sparingly, um, is gone. Donovan Lai hasn't announced anything yet. Um, that's probably a good thing, but obviously his return um, is is going to be pretty big. So for the most part, the guys, the majority of the offensive line comes back, which normally would be a good thing, but as we know, um, the offensive line struggled a bit last season. But go back and, again, you assume, you always assume that younger players are going to take a step forward. So, like, you assume that JT Hand, who wound up playing more towards the end of the season, is going to take a step forward and, and make a pretty big improvement. Um, you assume that Josh Donovan, who is pretty consistent, struggled at times, but he'll, you know, he'll improve. Leif Magnuson, who surprised a lot by playing last season and, and did pretty well, he'll take a step forward, you'd assume, and improve and, and play. Um, Josh Baker, another young guy, maybe he goes back and moves to his natural position at center. You hope he gets better. Jordan Morgan, etc. Um, one thing I will say for the offensive line, and we kind of didn't know this until recently, is that Davis Duvall had a red shirt um, because 
uh, he had a red shirt because he just wasn't eligible, right? And he's a guy that the coaching staff likes quite a bit. Um, originally committed to Baylor, walked on, etc. We thought he would be eligible, um, and there's some status with his eligibility and all that, but he, he's going to be eligible for next season, and the coaching staff views him as uh, an addition, right? So they view him as a guy that has the ability where if he's not going to start, he can at least come in and, and be a major uh, a major rotation guy. It is difficult for a freshman to come in as a true freshman and contribute on the offensive line. Um, Grayson Stovall is a big kid, obviously, um, you know, and he's got the ability. Jonas Savanea um, is another big kid, Jacob Reese, but it's still difficult for an offensive line lineman to contribute. Physically, I think Stovall is big enough, and he will be big enough once the season gets around. Jonas Savanea, as we know, <laughs> he's 6'4", 330 pounds. Wow. So the physical part uh, for him. Check <laughs> and, and check. Brendan Carroll loves him, like absolutely loves him. So if there's a guy where if his conditioning is there, um, an offensive lineman can play early, you could point to those two guys. I would be really surprised if Arizona doesn't go out and add a couple offensive linemen. Um, the, the theory that they've had along the defensive line in, in the offseason is to go and, and add talent, right? No matter if it's high school guys um, you know, or it's, it's uh, transfers, whatever it may be, the battle – of football's one in the trenches. So they're going to go out on the offensive line and add a couple guys as well. Cade Bennett, the Oklahoma State offensive lineman, uh, entered the portal. I know for a fact that Arizona has contacted him already. Um, he might not necessarily have a, an official offer yet, um, but he's a the guy they're going to recruit. But there's going to be bodies, and, and the gelling part might be the biggest concern. Um, do, does Arizona lack Power 5 talent? Uh, I think it lacks power five depth. I don't think there's any depth on Arizona's offensive line. Um, there doesn't need to be a lot of depth, but there needs to be some quality there where if things going, aren't going right, you could bench a player. Like when Jordan Morgan was really struggling last season, people were asking why he wasn't benched, and the answer was because they didn't have anyone to bench him for. And that's an issue. Like it, it, the same as basketball, you want to have guys behind you to push you and make you better. I don't think Arizona had that last season. I do think the goal is to add more bodies. Keep in mind it's January and there's plenty of months in recruiting. And Matt Doherty, the director of player personnel, said it on signing day. This roster's not going to be finalized until August. So there's there's a lot of stuff that can happen in between now and then. Great. I hope that, I believe, that covered everything. I think that covered everything. I hope Hollywood Cat is satisfied with all of his questions answered. And we are going to go next to... RD Sador 78, what redshirted players are expected to contribute the most in the coming year? Uh, tough to say because, again, you, you, look at the, you look at the portal, right? And, and so, um, you know, you, you kind of you look at the portal where guys are, are being added and all that. Um, there's a couple to me uh, that stand out. My dog got very excited when I said portal. Um, you know, Jason Harris didn't necessarily redshirt, but you take a look at him and you hope that he can make a jump forward. He was very skinny, but started to play more as the season went along. Um, Jabbar Triplett redshirted with the knee injury. Um, he's a guy that, you know, they liked a, a little bit, you know, coming out of high school and um, when they got to the, the roster. And so you look at him and Colby Cage is a guy where I think he has the ability to make an impact. I, I like him a little bit more at safety, but he could be the linebacker type to kind of rush the passer. Um, so he's a guy where I would, you know, take a look at Dalton Johnson at safety came on as the season went. And remember, like, we, we talk about redshirt freshmen, but 
Like, it's a whole different ballgame. Like, Mejon Wright, technically, I believe, um, can still be a freshman, I think. I don't, like, it's weird because of, um, it's weird because of COVID and all that, right? Like, is Jaquelin Morgan still technically a freshman? Um, Jackson Bailey is a linebacker that I think has the ability um, as well. And so there's there's a handful of guys, um, you know, that I think could come in. DJ Fryer at linebacker got hurt, but he's another guy that you look at. Um, you know, Malik Reed, that he got the action. And so you just take a look. Um, Evan Branch Haynes is another guy, um, a defensive lineman that looked good in camp but didn't necessarily see the game action. It's hard to figure out what you mean by redshirt almost because it's so <laughs> weird with all the COVID rules and all that. But there should be some young guys. And then you look at the freshmen. Um, you know, I, I, as much as I could say, look, the redshirt freshmen are going to contribute or the guys that didn't necessarily play as much. But this incoming class is going to push them. They're going to add transfers. And so do I think that any of those guys are ready to be like a huge contributor right away? Not really, but I do think that you could see some depth guys like a Colby Cage get in there and, and be more of a depth guy as opposed to like a starter, um, which isn't a bad thing because as we know on defense, Arizona has been lacking depth uh, for years. And by years, I mean since, you know, Kevin Sumlin and shoot, even Rich Rod before that. Like super years. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Irish Mike 520. Can we anticipate any players switching positions, Bulls to defense? Yeah, so James Bowles running back. I'm I don't I haven't heard that yet, but he's not gonna play at running back, and I don't want to sound mean. There's just a lot of depth there. Um all the guys from last year, you know, they have returning, then they add Jonah Coleman. Um they're gonna add another here this weekend probably. And Rayshon Luke, they and they they're they're just adding talent at the position, and Bowles just really isn't good enough to beat those guys out. He played linebacker in high school. I I would let him try it, but you know what? We're we're winding up, and again, I'm I'm not trying to insult the kid. I think James is a great kid, but we're winding up in a Nathan Tilford situation where the kid never plays running back, so you wonder if they're going to move him to linebacker. It doesn't happen, and eventually he just transfers and leaves. Um, you know, I think James Bowles is a talented kid. Are they going to move him to linebacker? They could, but you got to keep in mind, is he better than what they have at linebacker? Like, it has to make sense. And so uh, is that a move that I would make? Probably. But does that mean that he's going to play linebacker? No, it, it doesn't. It's just not that type of scenario where he's like, oh, we're, he's waiting to get major snaps at linebacker. I just don't know if uh, if that's the case. So besides that, I haven't heard anything. Maybe they move some guys like cornerback, safety, et cetera. Uh, maybe like a guy like Prysaw comes in as a corner, but eventually plays safety. I don't know. That hasn't been discussed at this point. Uh, my dog is crying because she's so excited by football. Um, that hasn't been discussed at this point, but it's something where I could see seeing, but it's not going to be something where it's like crazy impactful. Sorry, we got a little interrupted by our dog, Bianca, who you can't see, but she just always decides when we do the podcast that this is the time to play. She is a seven pound chihuahua. And she knows now. that we're trying to do a podcast and then she starts her antics and it's, I have her in my arms right now to keep her from being ridiculous. So sorry for the interruption. <laughs> The next question is from Andre Vares, 28. Who is an under-the-radar recruit you are most excited for come spring practice if they're enrolling early or come fall camp? So under the radar, um, uh, it's Jonas Abanea is not ranked nationally, but as I mentioned, he's a, a large kid. And so uh, I think he's, he's pretty good. Um, Jermaine Wiggins is one that I'm really intrigued by. He works his butt off, top player 
in the state. Um, maybe a little underrated. Takario Davis is a corner. I know Dwayne Walker uh, loves. The guy to me, though, and he's not coming in the spring. Actually, he is. He is going to be here in the spring. My bad. Um, G7. G7. We just call him G7. Uh, he's a guy where when he was committed to Arizona, or when he committed to Arizona, I said, what's, what's his deal? And basically, he said, we're taking him, A, because he's good, and B, he's going to change the mindset of this program. He is a tough, no BS, cocky, but in a good way type of dude. Like, he is going to beat you, and he's going to let you know. If you haven't, check him out on YouTube. Check him out on YouTube. He's awesome. Um, he is extremely under-recruited. He had an offer from Florida State very early in the cycle, and then he was kind of hidden at Miami Palmetto. Um, he is a guy where Arizona even helped keep him hidden until they had him visit the last weekend before signing day on purpose. That was strategic, so no one else could get involved because they loved him so much. Um, but he is a guy where he's going to come in at nickel. Again, watch his highlights. He hits the crap out of you. If I had to pick any player in the class that is most likely to outplay their ranking, it would be him. He's not big. He's only like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, but he hits like he's much bigger, and he is just a, a bad, bad dude. So if I had to pick one player out of that bunch that I think is going to surprise people and outplay his ranking, uh, it would probably be him. Great. And our last question is from St. U of A or St. U of A. I kind of like that better. It's St. U of A. Is it St. U of A? Okay. How many more U of A players do you see entering the portal? Who knows, right? I mean, like, it's Arizona could add a player tomorrow and then a player gets pushed out. Like, let's say Arizona adds a quarterback and then one of the quarterbacks says, well, I'm out of here. I will say that when you look at the portal, none of them have been big losses. And if any guy that you felt was a big loss... Arizona replaced them easily. Like, no one cares about the receivers that entered the portal because Arizona went out and replaced them with better receivers, right? And if a guy like Mackenzie Barnes, who's a great kid, enters the portal and he's the fourth, fifth corner on the team, whatever, you're the fifth corner on Arizona. Like, Regan Terry, great kid, probably going to Boston College to be with his dad, um, but, you know, never did anything at Arizona. So do I think any major players are going to enter the portal? No. Like, I could see a guy like Jalen Johnson entering the portal at receiver because of what I said. Arizona's added so much talent at receiver. I would assume it's not done. I don't think it's done for any team in the country. I think we're going to see guys enter the portal. If Arizona brings a starting offensive lineman on board, does the third, you know, right guard go in if there's another guy ahead of him now? Yeah. I mean, that's just the way the portal works now. Um, there's guys like, you know, remember Drew Dixon entered the portal and never wound up some, you know, it, there's guys that enter the portal and don't wind up anywhere. They just want to enter the portal. Like it's, it's out of control, but um, it's helped Arizona, you know, kind of side note, we know how much it's helped Arizona. I mean, they've added guys that were four stars in high school. Hunter Eccles, uh, Jacob Cowing is a four-star transfer guy. Anthony Solomon is a four-star guy in high school. DJ Warnell is going to come in, start at nickel, play safety, and they're going to add three, four more. Um, probably this month, I think they'll add about three more. Um, but, you know, you take a look at them, and the portal, if anything, has helped Arizona. I, I don't think it's it's hurt Arizona at all whatsoever, and uh, it, it's it's been great for the Wildcats so far, and, and I don't see any major losses. It, it, would, it would surprise me if they lost someone major to the portal. Well, it sounds like Arizona football is kind of trending upwards, I think, in general. We're going to end with one of the best recruiting classes in the country. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, they're, with all said and done with transfers and all that, it's going to be a top 20 class. Saturday's 
the All-American Bowl. I don't know if you know this, but you're actually staying home and watching the Army All-American Bowl for good reason. Hint, 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 hint. Hint. It's because there's people coming to Arizona. Oh, there. you're so smart. There we go. Yay. I'm so excited to watch this on my Saturday off. Hey, no days off. Arizona football jedfish. No days off, Shelby. That's Bear true. down 24-7, 365 days a, was a year. I mean, all hours of the night getting phone calls I don't from even coaches. sleep. People know that I don't sleep. It's because I'm too busy bearing down. All the time. Yeah. So we have now given you a football and previously we did a basketball Q&A. We will... Throughout this season, be asking for all of your questions, even if you're not already asking them on Twitter. I'm very excited to see a poll question. Who's going to play their next game first, Arizona basketball or Arizona football? That's a good question. Stay tuned. I just want to cover sports. I know. I'm getting grumpy again. That's all right. It's coming back. We're coming back. And until then. Bear down. Bear down. And have a great weekend. Fantastic weekend, especially you have a have a fun Saturday. My dog's attacking me. Yep. Now, so. <laughs> yeah, now that's our cue. Bianca's going crazy. Bear down, everybody. Bye. Hip hop takes the stand in the new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases. Every song, every lyric, every video that you've ever been involved with, they're gonna use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms of